Hello everyone, I am Sonia Camille and I am here today so excited, literally thrilled that you guys are all here with me today here on the pod. This is Sonia with the Call Me Camille podcast. What's up? Happy New Year to each and every one of you. I cannot believe that the holiday season is now behind us. It is history. It is in the past. It's time for us to move forward in 2023. And I'm excited. I'm absolutely thrilled. I had some curveballs that were thrown my way relative to the podcast. I'll discuss that with you next week on our episode entitled, What to Do When Life Throws You Unexpected Curveballs. So you'll have to wait to hear about that. But listen, this week I am talking to you about New Year's resolutions, which I can't stand, by the way. I I do not like that. But I'm also talking to you about New Year's goals. Which one do you like? Which one do you prefer? Do you prefer to make New Year's resolutions? Or are you one that prefers to set New Year's goals? I went out in the community and I asked a few of our neighbors just that question. And this is what they said. New Year's resolutions. That's all you hear at the the beginning of the year. Is that something that you typically participate in by making a New Year's resolution for yourself? Uh, no, I, I normally don't make New Year's resolutions because they only last till the 5th of January. <laughs> I hear you. What about setting goals for yourself? No, I don't normally set goals because I never achieve them. Never achieve the goals. So you do not set goals for yourself, nor do you set uh, any type of New Year's resolution. So do you go into the New Year just thinking, come what may, or do you have a, a certain set of uh, standards that you like to live by for the new year or what is exactly something that you normally do for the new year for yourself? I take it one day at a time. I read the daily bread and try to apply it. That's all I do for the whole year. What is the daily bread? I'm sorry. The daily bread is a spiritual devotional that you can read daily and it gives you a little bit of uh, insight and into scriptures and uh, you just try to apply them to your life and, and live a life that's pleasing to the Lord. New Year's resolution. Is that something that you typically do for yourself, set New Year's resolutions? I do. I try my best to set New Year's resolutions. However, you know, keeping those New Year resolutions, that's like a whole nother um, question or answer, I guess you could say. Setting goals for yourself. Is that something that you do or do you think that's pretty much hand in hand with setting resolution a new year resolutions for yourself i think that that kind of goes hand in hand goals resolutions it's kind of the same thing um you know people have goals that they set for themselves um often i would say but whether we keep them or not that's that's a personal thing i'd say so let me ask you this if it's something that you go into thinking that i may not necessarily be able to keep why do you think so many of us set them for ourselves? Isn't that kind of setting ourselves up for disappointment? Sometimes, but I think the idea of the new year, it just seems like a whole new beginning of things. And, you know, 
new year, new me. I think it kind of ties into that, so it makes people more excited about setting goals for themselves until that newness of the new year kind of, you know, wears off. Do you typically set any type of personal goals for yourself? Hmm. Not really. I'm used to being more active, like, with children, you know, in volunteer work, but I don't know if I'll be able to do that or not, so I haven't really set any particular one. Setting goals, I feel like, is like a lifetime thing, and a New Year's is kind of just like, people do it for a couple months, and then they kind of forget about it, so. I feel like you can always set a resolution, even though it's like more of the New Year, New You, but I feel like it's never a bad time to start a new resolution or a new goal in your life. I kind of set goals for myself and like put reminders on my phone, like to save, like put like so much money my page for my paycheck to my savings so I like save money like I go to the gym and stuff and yeah do better my school not procrastinate I feel like when it's New Year's resolution I always restart in the year and I don't set resolutions throughout the year and I set more goals but this year I'm really sticking to saving more money for college so my resolution and goal throughout the whole year is just to save more money do you feel that it can be a little disappointing if you don't achieve the items on your New Year's resolution list or do you by June or July typically say forget it and you don't think about it any longer? I kind of get a little bit discouraged like I feel like I kind of failed myself a little bit but then I start it back up again and kind of see progress and I just keep on doing it so yeah I agree I kind of do always kind of give up on my goals in a way I forget about them push them to the side feel like I'm too busy for them and that's something I need to focus on more is actually finishing those goals finishing those tasks getting into them even if it's a month from now a week from now a year from now getting back to them basically and that is what they said, my friends. I always, always look forward to uh, that segment of the podcast. So now let's dive into this week's episode of the Call Me Camille podcast. Hello, my friends. Welcome. First of all, I have to say Happy New Year to each and every one of you. I am blown away that the holiday season is over. I've packed up my Christmas tree and my decorations. I have stored them away and I said, adios to the 2022 holiday season, which literally blows my mind. The time is just moving so fast, so rapidly. But yet here we are, 2023, and I am here with you, my friends, here on the Call Me Camille podcast, and I could not be more thrilled. Welcome. So today we are going to discuss what to do and how to plan in 2023 when the last year didn't go as planned. My goodness, we have really all been through it, haven't we? COVID and the lockdown and the just this whole pandemic and just the fear and the anxiety and everything has been heightened. Um, I just want you to know that you're not alone. You're not the only one who has gone through it. Certainly, we all have the entire world. But that's not to minimize what you are going through individually as a result of just the heightened anxiety that we all have or are experiencing as a result of what is going on in our world. So we approach 2023 and we are supposed to be excited. We are supposed to be elated that it is a new year. And yet we have no idea what to expect. We don't know. We hear murmurs about a new virus over in China. We hear little 
drops on social media about crazy new variants or viruses that are out there. And it just gets to the point where it's just a lot. And so it's difficult to plan. It's difficult to look for the happiness and the joy and the peace and the excitement of a new year when in reality, we have no idea what to expect, right? So I just want you to know that you're not alone, my friends. You really are not. And so that's why I thought kicking it off here this year, I would discuss first what to do and how to plan in 2023 when the last year didn't go as planned. And of course, in the intro, I said the last year or the year before that or the year before that, (laughs) because we've all been going through it, right? For a few years. It says, do your best and God does the rest. And I just sat and pondered that for a minute. Do your best and God does the rest. Do your best. In a strange way that kind of lets us off the hook, in my opinion. Do your best. That means that you really didn't have to, you know, put a lot of effort in. You just, I did my best, so whatever. You know, and perhaps that's not how the statement was intended, but that's how I took it. So, I I do believe that that is true, but I would like to share with you ways to help you do your best. So then you actually can say, I did my best. So God, it's up to you to handle the rest, to do the rest. So let's talk about that today. I personally never set resolutions. Even when I hear people say, oh, did you set your New Year's resolutions? I just somewhat cringe because I'm thinking, who started that? And I really should have looked that up. Who was the originator of the New Year's resolution? I am sure I will look that up and I may end up sharing that in the future, you know, or, you know, talking to my husband about it because we talk about funny, silly, mindless things like that and kind of get great joy out of it, to be honest with you. But who was the first person to set a New Year's resolution? Well, whoever you are, boo. Boo on you. Because I just don't like New Year's resolutions. I don't. I never have. I prefer to set goals. And I do so by carefully selecting a word of the year for myself. And I also select a verse of the year for my family. And I've been doing this since they were old enough to understand what the verse meant. That's just what we do at the beginning or the onset of a new year. We carefully think about a Bible verse that we can all adopt as a family and uh, hold on to it for the entire year. And I'll get into that a little bit more uh, in just a few moments. But if you're trying to figure out what to do and how to plan in 2023, because 2022 didn't go as planned, these two points may help. I'm encouraging you to set goals for yourself, even if you don't make New Year's resolutions. I'm encouraging you to select a word of the year for yourself as well. I will share with you my word of the year in the in one of the future podcasts. Um, I'll also share what the verse of the year is for my family for 2023, just in case anyone was interested. But as for now, let's discuss resolutions versus goals this week. And as I stated to you before, I don't like setting New Year's resolutions. And I found it quite interesting talking with those in the community. And when I asked them, do you prefer to set New Year's resolutions or do you set goals? I was really kind of blown away with the number of people who said, I don't do either. You know, so I guess those are the ones that just float into the New Year saying, hey, come what may. All right. 
take my hat off to you. And then there's those that say, oh yeah, I set New Year's resolutions for myself every year. Great. And then there's those few like myself that say, you know, I'm not about the New Year's resolutions. I'm certainly not about blindly floating into the new year, but I am one that likes to set goals. And here's the reason why. See, to me personally, resolutions is like a list of things I'll never fully accomplish. It's things I typically hate. Resolutions always has something on the list that's just ugh, daunting. Just how in the world am I going to accomplish that? What am I going to do? How am I going to do it? But yet I'm going to list it on my New Year's resolutions list and then feel bad about myself at the end of the year when I didn't accomplish many of the things that were on my list. But goals are different to me. Um, goals feel more obtainable. And I feel that goals are something that I can bend or shift and it allows me more freedom. And that's why I prefer to set goals for myself. I guess I would recommend to each of you to consider coming up with a word of the year for yourself. Um, and just selecting a word that encompasses how you would like to feel throughout the year. Or a word that um, you would like to focus on this year. Or a word that, um, when you think of it, it's who you would like to be. It embodies who you would really like to be throughout this year. And then use that word to formulate some goals that point to the word all year long. The goals, when you hear me say set goals for yourself, I think of it in five particular categories. And the first one being financial, a financial goal for yourself that incorporates the word of the year that you selected. The second is personal the third, relational, fourth, being spiritual, and then the fifth, physical. So for example, if the word you selected for yourself is the word, say, peace or the word calm, then under goal number one, which is financial, you may list something like this. Okay, under financial, I'm going to formulate and stick to my budget for this year. Or I'm going to ask for a raise in order to give me a little bit of a little more money uh, this year. Uh, or I'm going to cancel unnecessary subscriptions that I may have. Or I'm going to allocate a small amount of money to place in my savings or a special place to use towards something that will bring me peace or calm into my life something like uh, a massage, you know, maybe that's what you're going to uh, use the money that you set aside for, you know, that'll give me that'll create peace that will create calm in my life. I would really like a massage or a spa treatment or a pedicure, um, perhaps an art set. Now I'm speaking to myself on the art set. So if my family is listening, which I know they will listen to this, hey, I'm putting it out there. I'm kind of thinking at this new age, I might want to give my try my hand at a little bit of art. Okay. Um, I can totally envision myself sitting by the lake with my easel with my little French. What do you call the French hat? Is it a beret? <laughs> with my French 
hat and my and my wooden um, palette uh, for my paint. I don't even know the terminology, uh, proper terminology for all of this, but I'm feeling it, people. I am feeling painting me something. So listen, a little background. I was the one in school that just wasn't that gifted when it came to art. But, you know, art has evolved a bit. You know, I don't necessarily need to be Michelangelo here. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> or Andy Warhol. I don't need to be any of those skilled, super skilled, um, you know, technical painters. I can be a very abstract, pretty cool, awesome, abstract painter. I can just whatever color I'm feeling for the day, I can splash it on some canvas and then I can get a fork and swirl it through and maybe a feather and twist it around in the paint and then maybe I'll take my hand prints and through you know hey listen people all of that is art okay whatever I am feeling at the moment and who knows what I'll create but why why do I want to try my hand at at doing something like that and and I'm trying to think that I think the birth of this newfound interest in art came from my paint and sip that I went to <laughs> that I went to with my husband that was a fun fun class and it certainly wasn't my first one but it was the first that I did with him um, our schedules are so hectic and he travels and is just so busy with work and then I am so busy but we just took time to go to a paint and sip together and we did it okay we did it it was a couple's paint and sip so that he did one side of the painting I did the other side and then when you put it together it makes a full wonderful piece of artwork something and the magic that those instructors conduct in that studio is something to be applauded because how we created what we created it's magic serious <laughs> seriously but it was really really fun and he enjoyed it I enjoyed it um, and I thought like okay this could be something really fun to do so if I were if my word were calm or peace then perhaps I would say under financial I would list allocating funds to set aside so that I can purchase myself an art set because that is something that would definitely bring peace and calm into my life. So whatever it is, you know, if it's a getaway, if it's, um, if it's like I mentioned before, uh, getting a massage or a spa treatment, um, just whatever it is that you would like to set aside and do for yourself that will de-stress you and bring you peace and calm is what you would list under financial and next, number two, if you're, the word that you selected is peace or calm, then under personal, you may state something like focus on self-talk or implement affirmation or meditation in 2023 or focus on journaling or activities that increase peace or calm in your psyche or learn breathing techniques to create more calm in your body. Under relational, which is number three under my list of goals, you may include have the hard conversation with someone you love and that's tough, right? I know you can think of someone that you really need to sit down and have a conversation with. I know there's someone in your life that you're like, oh 
my goodness, I really need to have that difficult conversation with them. And then you may list start conjoined therapy with someone so you can experience more calm in your relationship with them. Or perhaps it is clear out the people in your life that disrupt your peace or calm. All of those would be listed under your third goal, which is relational. Under four, the fourth goal, spiritual, you may list, join a small group at my church for 2023. Or in 2023, I am going to read more faith-related books or increase my prayer time. Or listen to more worship music and dedicate time to worship. Or perhaps it is participate in a Bible study in 2023. And then finally, under the fifth goal, which is physical, if your word was calm or peace, then you may list something like, in 2023, I am going to join a yoga class and commit to attending two to three times a week. Or I will participate in regular physical activities that increase the calm in my nervous system. All of your goals, my friend, should point back to the word or the verse of the year. And I hope that that's making sense. I hope you see where I'm going with that. List the goals for yourself. Select a word of the year for yourself. List points under each one of your goals that will directly point back to the word that you selected for yourself. So all of the goals should point back to your word or your verse of the year. All of your behavior or changes that you make should also point back to your word of the year as well. And I hope that helps you. So listen, No one, no one, none of us, we don't know what 2023 holds for us, do we? But we all collectively can agree that we're literally at the mercy of God, right? Friends, we really are. And there's really nothing, when you think of January 1st, there's there's just nothing mystical or, or, or special or extraordinary about January 1st in and of itself. But what it does is it gives us an opportunity to collectively start something new. And just like Monday, you know, we always talk about we're going to start something on Monday. Or maybe you don't. Maybe you're better than me. I'm always talking about that. I'm going to start something on Monday, a new diet. I'm going to start reading a new book. I'm going to, you know, you know, that exercise program Monday. I'm going to, you know, organize that room on Monday. We always have a tendency to go back or to want to start something on Monday. And there's really a psychological reason for that. It's not that we're just picking that day of the week <laughs> for, you know, for no reason at all. There really is something psychological to that. And the reason that we always tend to go back or fall back on Monday and want to start new things is because of the way the cycle and our lives work. And so it's the same for January. January it's the same reason. It's the way our the cycle and the way our lives work. January is a start of something new. It's the start of a new year. And there is energy in the collective. Goals are important. So why not start in January? Why not ride the wave of new energy and plan, hope, dream, and take action 
in 2023 here in January. Look, if you're feeling a bit beaten down by 2022, maybe this will help. Right now, I would like to give you the word hope. Hope, my friend, is is free. Hope is not a precursor to disappointment as a lot of people feel. You really may be hesitant to hope for fear of disappointment. You may be so scared to just hope because of what you've gone through, because of what you've experienced, because of the loss, because of the hurt, because of the pain, because of the lost job, because of the the relationship that broke down. It's difficult, right? You may have experienced the death of a loved one. It's difficult to hope. It's difficult to dream. It's difficult to to take action when you are still locked up in the past because of all that you've experienced. I understand what you're feeling. I know how difficult it is, but I want to give you the word hope today. Hope. Without risk, we lose the joy of the unexpected, my friend. We lose the joy of hard work yielding fruit. And so what I pray that you'll do is stare disappointment in the face right now, wherever you are. If you're driving, if you're walking, if you're in your house, if you're in your kitchen cleaning, whatever you are doing today, right now, At the time you are listening to this podcast, I pray that you stare disappointment in the face and say this time, this time, this year, right now, I'm going to take action. I'm going to take risk. And just because you don't hope, friend, just because you don't plan, if you say, I can't do it, I can't hope. I can't plan. I can't dream. I'm not going to because of the disappointment. I'm going to be disappointment. Just because you don't do that does not mean that you won't be disappointed. So don't sabotage yourself by not setting goals or by not hoping. Don't do it. If you make your goals, did you know that you are more likely to get what you want when you make them? And here's the thing that I really want you to remember. When all hope is lost, when you feel you have nothing left, when you feel that I'm spent, there's I, I, I can't do it. Hope is gone. Hope is lost. I can't. Sonia, I can't do this. When all hope is lost, remember that God does transform seemingly hopeless situations. He really, really does. And although 2023 brings 12 months of unopened chapters for us, and I know it may be scary, there is hope. And again, God does transform seemingly hopeless situations. Listen, there will be loss this year. There will be guilt this year. There will be frustration this year. You will feel tried this year. 
You will have moments of fear and doubt and anxiety this year. You will experience all of those things, and I will as well. All of us, we will experience that at some point in time this year. But even though we will experience those things because that is life, there is still so much to look forward to in this new year. We have 12 months, friends, of unwritten chapters. 12 months of unwritten chapters. So as you move forward in 2023, I pray with all of my heart that you will do so with hope. So I know we're talking about things that may be a little sensitive to others, and it's very difficult. It's very difficult to, you know, look into the future optimistically when you've experienced hurt. And it's very difficult to to hope and to dream and to plan when you've experienced loss. That is an understatement. And and I know how difficult that is for, for some moving forward. But as we do so, look into this new year. Friend, I really, really want you to just hold on to the word that I gave you earlier, which is the word hope. Hope. There is hope in our future. Thank you so much, friends, for listening to this week's episode of the Call Me Camille podcast. Listen, I want to invite each and every one of you to share your words or verse with me via voicemail. If you wouldn't mind calling this number 269-547-8441. And for those of you who decided to implement a word of the year, or set goals for yourself this year, I would like to hear from you. Um, For those of you that selected a word of the year, I really would like for you to call that number. You really can just give me a call, leave a message with your word, and I would like to air your voice response in a future episode. If you would like to leave your name, you certainly can do so. Or if you would like to leave a brief sentence or description as to why you selected the word that you did, certainly that That is perfectly fine, and I will welcome that as well. However, it's not necessary. Um, Simple message, a simple voice recording that states what your word of the year is will do. I will compile all of the words from all of the listeners, and I will include my word of the year as well on a future podcast. So make sure you head over and check out all of my social media at the Sonia Camille Blogger and at the Call Me Camille Podcast. And did I mention to you that we're also on TikTok? You can visit me on TikTok at the Call Me Camille Podcast. So thank you so much. We'll see you again next week.